Hello, welcome, welcome, hello. This is the first episode of GPDHPE, which stands for the greatest PDHPE podcast ever, and it sure is indeed. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the health problems found in young people today, but more specifically, gambling in young people's communities. I know, I know, gambling isn't really a health issue, but we have decided to go a bit abstract on this because the effects of gambling can lead to physical health issues, but most definitely will lead to mental ones if let out of hand. Although it seems untrue, gambling within young people's communities has very high occurrence. I myself have played and still play a lot of games that are associated with gambling, like poker and blackjack. While I enjoy these games, I've never played for money or gambled anything in them. However, the accessibility that gambling has for young people is tremendously high. Gambling apps are available all over the App Store, and although some of them are free to an extent, there is always a catch that ends up requiring payments, which may not seem big at first, but do quickly add up, whether it be secret costs and fees or even subscriptions to play or buy in-game currency. A great support network is Gamblers Anonymous. This is where anyone can report someone they think may be struggling with a gambling addiction, which helps Gamblers Anonymous to reach out to them and offer support and help. Gamblers Anonymous offers online support chats with professional mental health advisors and psychologists, and also chat groups which can be accessed by both face-to-face and online. These support networks are open to anyone of any age, and its aim is to help quit harmful addictions to gambling. Because the games of gambling can be fun, but playing for money is serious. Gamblers Anonymous is a great idea to quit addictions. However, a lot of people who have already been addicted to gambling before, just like any other addiction, can easily re-enter the lifestyle they had previously. So Gamblers Anonymous is not a quick and forever fix. Although it is helpful for others to be looking after other people, who may be affected by gambling, it is still up to the person affected to take action and get involved with Gamblers Anonymous even after they've been linked to the support network. Some of the support events may be controversial, however, as they can resemble gambling in a way. When conducting some research, I noticed that one of the first letters they send young people are enter a survey about your experience with gambling for a chance to win, with details of the prize pool. As good as this is to get people talking about this, these issues and offering incentive to join and speak with people in the support network, it seems that a chance to win a prize is just basically the foundations of gambling. What apps can help people in these gambling addiction situations? Well, I want to look at this question more abstractly. So, of course, there are meditation apps and psychological support group apps that are readily available, but everyone already knows about them. So we're going to focus on hobby apps. These don't mean computer games or binge-watching shows. They are simply applications that can help enliven up one of your hobbies. For example, something like MSW, which is a surfing forecast app, or Warhammer, which is a tabletop gaming supplement that helps keep track of all your characters and games. These apps are both free and, I can say, are great apps to use in these situations. All you have to do is open one each time you think about gambling, which will trick your brain into making habits to open these instead of gambling. So each time someone mentions gambling or you think about it, you get a dopamine rush to go do one of your hobbies instead. That is it for this episode of GPDHPPE, and I hope you all had a great time listening to it, and I'll see you all next time. Bye.